what do I have control over? So asking yourself that, like, what do I have control over right now? And focusing on this list, it really brings this sense of calm and allows for you to take back your personal power when sometimes it can feel like it's totally lost when those things just start to break you down. I'm Amy. And I'm Abby. And as women, we are constantly comparing ourselves to others. But your life isn't supposed to look like hers. Being your best self means standing firm in your decisions and always being willing to grow with a purpose. We get vulnerable and real with an honest look into the challenges and triumphs we all face. Every woman listening gets the opportunity to choose what life looks like for herself. Our first episode of 2022. We're so excited for this year and all that is to come for herself. We have incredible guests lined up, topics that we want to dive further into, exciting sponsorship opportunities. And Abby and I have kind of been limping into this year. Oh my gosh, limping is the perfect way of saying it. My husband, Colin, he had COVID to end the year. So all of our holiday plans, just like so many others, they were canceled right away. And we were quarantined in our house with just our children, which I would not recommend that at any time, but definitely not over such a long break. And to make things even more challenging... It's Colin's busiest work season of the entire year. He's in insurance. And for those of you who are in insurance, you know how hard that January 1st renewal season is. So he had to attend to a ton of business while he was sick and while I was watching the kids. And at the same time, Amy and I, we've been finishing up some really big projects for Expecting Empowered. We always have work to do for herself, pursuing her purpose. We're launching our course this month. So it's been a little bit of a bottleneck to finish the year. And we are right there with you for any of those who are experiencing the same thing. So today, we thought that we would use our episode to focus on how you can get your needs met in a really tangible way. As Abby mentioned, she's been through it. So the good part about that is that we have this lens of what is actually possible for women, even when we're going through hard seasons. Yeah, and recently we were talking to our friend Alicia. So Alicia, she helps out with the herself DMs on Tuesdays. So hello, Alicia. I know you're listening right now. Thank you for all that you do. But she was talking about how hard it is for her when things get canceled. So she's a stay-at-home mom. So making plans outside of the house and outside of the family, it takes a bit of work. So when she puts the work in and then it gets canceled, that can be really challenging and also really frustrating. So let's dive into this part of it. When you're looking forward to something and then it gets canceled, we know how it can feel like the end of the world. Maybe it was the holiday party that you missed because your kids got sick, or maybe the ladies' night that was canceled because your friend's husband was working late. And we all know that feeling of looking forward to something so badly. And then when plans change, last minute, that's when your heart drops. But instead, I'm going to try to reframe this and just look at it in a little bit of a different light. So if you're being canceled on, Instead of the frustration, which I know we'll still have a little bit of that, but how can you change that? 
could you go and maybe do something for yourself instead? Maybe it's dinner by yourself at a restaurant. Like that can be really, really nice. Maybe it's having someone else cook for you. Um, Maybe you're not entirely comfortable going to a restaurant by yourself yet. So could you grab sushi to go or maybe Chipotle and eat it in your car while you listen to your favorite podcast? Like there's a lot of other options out there. And things like this, they are refreshing. And sometimes it's just the break that we need in order to get us through some of those tough times and to get through that big thing of change that I know many of us have a hard time with. Yeah. And so if you've already made the plans with your partner, or even if you've gotten a babysitter, instead of canceling on your end, if you're still good to go, like here is your encouragement to go find something else to do to be a little bit resilient. I know that over the course of my motherhood, I would say one thing that I have had to learn over and over again is resilience. The truth of the matter is that things do come up, like last minute changes happen all the time. I also want to encourage that it's really healthy to honor whatever feelings come up. So it can be really, really sad for you to miss a family Christmas. Like a lot of us have been through that and it is sad. It can be devastating if you have to cancel another trip home feel those feels. We always, always want you to do that. But also when you come up from that and you're able to take a breath, think about how can I make this the best situation for me? And what I want to bring to the conversation is another question I ask is, what do I still need myself? So at Herself, we're on a mission to make women feel worthy of their own time, and we're on a mission to help women prioritize themselves. So I know that during some of your coaching calls, Abby, you've been talking to some of our Patreon members, and you have sensed that a few themes keep coming up for them. Yes, this is definitely the case. Um, I mean, overall, a lot of times we can feel like we are the only ones that feel a certain way or that we're the only ones that are going through a certain situation. But Amy and I, like we have the pleasure of leading this community and we hear so many women's behind the scenes. And in my coaching calls, I also get an even further glimpse behind the curtain. And really, like when I listen to these coaching calls, Amy, it's a perfect reminder to me that I'm not alone in these struggles. And I just want to make sure that those who are listening, you know that you aren't either. And lately, I have been hearing the same, and it's these same three things on repeat for my coaching clients. And maybe one of them hits home for those who are listening right now. And overall, the first one is the one extra thing that throws you off. Number two, that hamster wheel that has become our life. And then number three, really being needed from every direction. So going to that first one, that one extra thing that totally sends you off your rocker, throws you off. I mean, even Amy and I, like we have felt this one. It's the don't forget your teacher's gift or make sure that you remember the frosting for the gingerbread houses or to bring the books back for Tuesday's library day. It's like those little checklist things that just all of a sudden come in out of the blue and life can already feel so full. And then there's that one extra task that just seems to break you down. And generally, it isn't that little thing that you're truly mad at, but it's really the combination of everything adding up one after another that ends up throwing us off. So in coaching, and when we look at this from a coaching lens, a prompt could be, what do I have control over? 
So asking yourself that, like, what do I have control over right now? And focusing on this list, it really brings this sense of calm and allows for you to take back your personal power when sometimes it can feel like it's totally lost when those things just start to break you down. And another prompt, if that one isn't hitting home right now, you could also ask, how do I want to feel instead? So for those of you who don't really identify as type A, um, or maybe if you're trying to sink into your emotions more, this can be a really powerful prompt that also calms your body as you think through how do you want your emotional state to look instead. This one just happened to me, and it was Mm -hmm. one of the examples that Abby gave, is Drew and I had actually done Christmas really well this year. We had all of our presents ahead of time. They were even wrapped and ready to go ahead of time. We had taken a lot of planning. We just know at this point in our lives, we really need to be ahead on these things for them to not get really stressful. But the one thing that we forgot, which is really important to us is teacher gifts. And so I love this last prompt of how do I want to feel instead, because I really took the time to, instead of being like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot that. I'm such a mess. Like anything like that. I was really like, no, you did 95% of the stuff and that is already done and honor that. You just had this 5%. You had a little bit of a blind spot. And what we did is we just we got them gift cards because we were hearing from a lot of teachers that they actually really do prefer gift cards because they get so many mugs and and other common gifts. And so we're like, let's get gift cards. Let's write nice notes and let's go drop them off. Like We're not going to make this a big deal. We're just going to push through this last little bit. So I think when that one extra thing comes into play, a really nice way to look at it for me is think about all the things that you've done right Mm -hmm. and don't beat yourself up about the one thing that fell through because in this season, it feels like that's probably going to be a reoccurring thing, that there's going to be something inevitably because we're all so busy that might have fallen through the cracks a little bit. And then you're just going to do the best you can to rectify that and move on. Mm -hmm. And that's the 95%, like you said, of doing it right, or that you did have control over that did fall into plan according to how you wanted it to. And then our human brains, we just like to focus in on that little 5% with so much like just frustration. It's like, no, look at all the things that you did do well. So that's a really good way to reframe that one as well. The second one that comes up a lot in my coaching calls is this idea of a hamster wheel. So it's that our life is kind of on repeat. We're doing the same things over and over and over again. The monotony, it can feel terrible for some people. So instead, I'm going to look at this with a coaching lens, and I encourage you to as well. So with this one, you could get solution-focused. So one element of coaching is about finding the answers that are already inside of you. Um, You're a whole person. You're not broken. Like People come to coaching because they want to find answers, but they also want to have their solutions and just have things be easier for them overall. It's also a good reminder that your past does not define your future. So even if you have felt the hamster wheel and felt this monotony over and over and over again, there are still things you can do today in order to change what life looks like tomorrow. So let's start with working on building that future and getting off the hamster wheel. So two prompts with this one. Number one, what would life look like if the monotony disappeared completely? 
And this one's kind of bold because it's like, oh, I just, I don't want this monotony. I don't want this monotony. Well, what, it happened, what would happen if there was no monotony at all? And is this a good thing? Or are you the type of person that's wanting to hold on to it or just a part of it? And this prompt will also help you decide just how much problem there is in this and begin imagining where life could take you if you wave that magic wand and every single part of it was solved. And the reason I bring this one up is that I have a lot of type A people who I coach. And so it's it's interesting because I'm like coaching myself. I'm looking at the problem and I'm able to coach myself. And I know there's a lot of people in this who are listening right now who also identify that way. And we can say that we don't want any monotony, yet we kind of like a schedule. We kind of like a little bit of organization. We kind of like having a little bit of a plan. So that's where the second prompt comes in. In what ways does the hamster wheel actually serve me? The repetition of life is definitely serving the need of having a schedule, having an agenda, having a plan, having the organization. It actually does serve that need. So it's up to you to figure out, do you want to let go of that control piece completely? Are you willing to let up on that in order to get off the hamster wheel of life? Or is it something that you want to hold on to a little bit? This one is really interesting for me because I feel like I really like the routine of like the morning and the evening and that feels comfortable and it feels safe and it feels good to me. Like that routine is comfortable. But I think why this one doesn't speak to me quite as loudly is I know that in my work life, I have three different businesses. And so Mm -hmm. I have these jobs where I'm always doing different things. The work day doesn't feel monotonous. It feels like I never know what's going to quite happen (laughs) each day. So, but I know that there's other people where I could see how if every day is a rinse and repeat, that could get hard. I I love a good reframe. So it is like there is elements where when our brains get so focused on feeling like things are monotonous and we're on a hamster wheel, it's like, then you're just looking for what, for how that is true. And you're not seeing like the beautiful variation that everyone has in every single day. Yeah. And when you can start to focus in on that variation, all of a sudden the variation just pops up more and more and more. And you're like, you know what? Maybe my life isn't as repetitious as I thought it was. Yes, it's the same overall plan, but we all have 24 hours. Like it's we, we sleep during the certain amount of times, we eat during the same-ish times. Like there will be some monotony. So it's really just figuring out for the people who always want to get off that hamster wheel, how much of it do you want to let go of completely? And how much of it are you like, you know what? I kind of like some of this. It's like when we were talking about when you start looking for what your partner does Mm -hmm, right, mm -hmm. you notice it all over the place. But a lot of times we're kind of looking at things in the wrong lens and we're looking at for what our partner does wrong. And if you're focused on that, you can find a lot of that too, but you have (laughs) to figure out what you want the focus to be. Mm -hmm, Definitely. And then the third one, so the third one that I hear in my coaching calls quite a bit is being needed from every direction. So I have women say, like, this all just feels so heavy. Others will say, I never get to be off. Like, I'm always needed. And really, it's just a way of... People saying, like, my brain is always working. It's either for kids or for work or for my partner. Like, everyone needs something before I can even think about myself. And I just have to say, 
yes to all of this. And definitely right after being in quarantine for two weeks with my kids and my husband, I can definitely feel this one right now. So the prompt that I was asking myself this last week, and I encourage you to ask as well, is what do I need right now? And we've talked about this before. Like we've talked about this on the podcast. Our therapists say this as well. But the coaching prompt is what do I need? So when everyone else is demanding you, it's time that you also understand what you need in that moment and in that season. And then ask yourself, what else, what else, what else? And again, that can be a little bit monotonous going back to the last one, but asking what else is really big in coaching and self-coaching because there's usually a lot more behind that original answer than what you say right from the start. So once you have everything out of your mind and onto paper, you can then go forward with a plan. When you have that list, you can begin asking others for support. You can begin figuring out what can you automate in your own life. And when you're asking others, like your partner, for instance, or even your kids, It's a way that you can simultaneously work together to support each other instead of you just pour, pour, pouring and them not knowing where to give back. So a tangible way, I actually just did this a couple minutes ago with my kids where I'm like, you guys, I need five minutes to myself. Everyone needs to have a calm body and quiet mouths. And they're like, oh, okay, that's all that mom needs right now. So it wasn't a full five minutes. It was probably two and a half. But having calm body and quiet mouths for those two and a half minutes, they knew exactly what I needed instead of me just screaming saying, ah, like this all feels so heavy. Like I just want some time up to myself. I gave them specific instructions on how they could help. So obviously with adults, it can be longer than two and a half minutes. And we're probably not going to say, I need a calm body over there, Colin. But where you can figure out or when you can write it on the list, you can kind of start to figure out what do I need from other people so that I can get my needs met at the same time. This one actually speaks the loudest to me. Like out of the three, I would say this one is the one that I feel very, very deeply. And I really did like your prompt of asking for what you need. So after the holidays, Drew and I, on the last day that we were with our families, we were kind of getting snippy with each other because it's like when you're feeling very overwhelmed, you know, you you could be really good at not letting it, not taking it out on your kids, but sometimes your partner is the one that gets that that mm-hmm. side of you. Mm-hmm. And so I've recently been like, okay, I need to tell Drew what I need. Like it's so easy to be like, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed, I'm overwhelmed. But that doesn't really clue them in to how to help. Rather, if you take this prompt seriously and you think about what you need, and then you can ask, like Abby and I and Drew and I love when people come with solutions. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you're coming to me with a problem, bring one solution, bring three solutions and we can then work through it. So like in marriage, I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't treat it any differently. It's like, if you have an issue, you've been very overwhelmed by all your demands, come with a couple solutions so that your partner can really step in to being able to take some of the load off your plate. A quick break from our sponsor, BetterHelp. As we're talking about in this episode, Drew and I had gone to couples therapy with BetterHelp to work on some communication blocks that we were having. And we learned a lot about each other in that short amount of time with my therapist because she had the tools and the resources to give us to help us stop stubbing our toe on the exact same fight. So I think when we leave it up to ourselves, It's really hard to get out of these cycles that couples can fall into. 
But when we had my better help counselor come with a fresh lens, she was able to give us prompts, just like Abby's giving us prompts in this episode to start to work through some of these fights that Drew and I were continuously having. So whether you are going to go to better help and have therapy by yourself or with your partner, it is a great resource because we could go right on my phone through their video feature and we could talk to my therapist. So if you guys want to join the over 1 million people that are already using BetterHelp, you can go to betterhelp.com backslash herself for 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com backslash herself for 10% off your first month. The start of the new year does bring up a lot of reflection, and that totally makes sense. It also inspires forward planning. So today, we wanted to encourage you guys to start the thing. A lot of us have something on our hearts, and we want to encourage you to let it be the year that you actually do it. And Abby and I, we're not talking about big, unrealistic New Year's resolutions, but rather we're talking about transformation instead. So here is our list of things that came to our minds, and we're going to share it to see if it sparks something within you. So a lot of us have some work that we need to get off of our plates. Is this the year that you finally delegate or hire someone to help? Another one is, is this the year that you decide that you're going to go to therapy? A lot of us, I know before I went, I had this big tug in me. Like, I think that would really help me. I think that would really help me. I think I have some things to work through. And it was scary to make the leap, but I finally did it. And I was so glad that I did. So is this the year that you decide that you're going to at least try therapy and see if it's something that could help you? Might this be the year that you hire a coach? As a lot of you know, Abby is getting certified right now. She has worked with coaches. I've worked with coaches. It's a great thing to do if you're feeling like you are stuck in a rut and you need someone to guide you out of it. They can give you prompts. They've heard it all before. Like It's just this way that we can keep growing as individuals. Is this the year that you make time to take care of yourself? Maybe it's as simple as you're going to start with just walking 20 minutes each day just to show yourself that you can do it and then see where that leads you. A lot of times we just need to get the ball rolling in the right direction and it's much easier to keep it rolling once it's going. Is this the year that you are going to go back to something that you really miss? What is that thing that makes you feel like you? What is that thing that makes the time pass so quickly for you? For me, as I've mentioned before, I feel this way when I do hot yoga. So is this going to be the year that I get back to going to in-person hot yoga? Just to say that Abby and I, we we have our things that we know that we should make time for, but we've been putting off because it's really hard to find the time and get over the hump of just doing it. 
And what Amy and I want to do is invite you to tackle this year with us. And if you love the podcast and what we do here, we want to invite you to Patreon. We're focused on all these things and we're making moves with the women over there. So for starters, Book Club is going to be starting soon and we can't wait to choose a title as a group. We have had so many good reads as part of this. Eve Rodsky was the last last one. We always try to get the author on as a guest as well. So hey, let's, let's shoot for the stars here, right? I mean, Brene Brown, Glennon Doyle. If there's any titles that you are loving, make sure that you join over there and let us know which one that you want to read as a group. We also have a a Facebook community, and this gives you the ability to connect with other women. Um, There are women from all over the world who are in there just like you, learning and growing right alongside you. And it's just been so fun to see some of the connections and just some of the conversations that we've been able to have in that private group. We also have a little bit of an idea to start an accountability partnership. So this could help you to stay in line with your goals. So if one of those goals is to delegate and maybe hire some help, or maybe it's the year that you're going to take care of yourself more, let's try to stay in line with those goals. And you can maybe get a good friendship going as part of this as well. I also have coaching prompts. So if you have been really interested in coaching at every single level, I put in coaching prompts once a month into our Facebook community. And these are ones that can help you get out of a rut. So they generally come with a little bit of a story. Um, There's prompts that you can ask yourself questions. You can come back to them if you need to or if it hits differently in a different season. And it's just a fun way to connect with yourself more and then also see what other people are learning um, as they go through the coaching prompts. And then as far as some perks... We have behind-the-scenes episodes and extra guest audio starting at the lunch chat tier. These episodes, I mean, Amy and I, we really go into a lot of the private details, um, the details that we don't quite feel comfortable sharing with tens of thousands of people every week on this podcast, but that we do feel comfortable sharing in the tight-knit private community. And we have just loved the support that we've been able to get from all of you. You know exactly who you are. And thank you for just holding us in solidarity as we go through some of these really, really tough times with you. And then finally, um, the VIP, so that's the top tier, you guys get access to a free sample coaching session. So if you want a free one-on-one sample coaching session with me, we can do that right away at the start. And then there's also monthly video workshops. And these are ones that can help you reframe your thoughts. There are visualizations. They help you really find the solutions that were already inside of you, but you just needed the right questions to get out. So a lot of really good things going on in Patreon. We've had this group for about a year and a half now, um, and it continues to grow and it continues just to be a really great light when things can get tough in this crazy thing we call life. So for me, one thing I want to really add to this conversation is the way I think about things is that we need to be very realistic. So a lot of women inside of them, they have something that is like screaming out to them. It might be saying right now to you, like, I need more time alone this year. Like, I really got so much of my partner, so much of my kids. I really need some time outside the house this year. Or you might have something come up for you like, I absolutely miss who I was when I was doing yoga. So I'm going to do that. So I would love if you guys really listen to that inner wisdom that you already have 
and you prioritize that. So I think a lot of times women go into their lives and they're like, I want to have a cleaner house. I want to be more organized. I want to be more fit. I want to get a new job and I want to have a baby. And it's like, wait, you guys, like you cannot have that many things. What is it that you really want to prioritize and work on that first? Let that give you positive momentum and then you can decide on the next thing. So it's like vibe out, get some go to yoga for two months and then add on something else. Do not try to do everything at once. That is a proven way to not get anything done. And another thing to add to that is James Clear's habit stacking. So if you already have habits in place and just add on one habit to it, it'll be concrete. Like that makes it so much easier to continue on with that habit. So maybe it's as soon as you're done brushing your teeth, then you put your gym shoes on and you work out. But if you're putting your gym shoes on and making yourself the perfect smoothie and having perfectly dressed kids, oh, and perfectly tempered kids, like you can't do all those things at once. So that's just such a good reminder as we head into this new year. And the second piece, because of the new year, this is a really, really hard time. And it's hard for everybody, but I know it's really hard on women. And it's a great time to really show yourself some self-compassion. Like 2020 was so hard. And 2021 was not much better. (laughs) It was not much better. (laughs) And so when we're looking at 2022 and we're thinking, okay, it's going to be completely 100% better. I'm so excited for 2022. The problem with that is that there's not a whole lot of difference between December 31st and January 1st. So looking at this, this next year with a fresh set of eyes, giving yourself some grace, knowing also that we can't control the things that happened in the past, what happened to us, what happened for us in the past, but we definitely can learn from some of those things and use it to propel ourselves in the future. I just know that this is a time where when, you know, it's beginning of January right now, and if you set some unrealistic New Year's resolutions and it's halfway through the month and you're already quote unquote failing, we can just throw in the towel. And instead, let's focus in kind of like we talked about before, about the things that are going well. Or if you fall off a little bit, getting back on and continuing to work towards it. Because having that self-compassion, knowing that you're worthy, even if we make mistakes, because we're humans, (laughs) we're all going to make some mistakes. That is a new fresh set of eyes that you can take into 2022. Yeah. Let it be the year where things are not all or nothing. But you know that some or a little bit of effort is good enough. So to end this episode and the first episode of the new year, we would love to see you in Patreon. We included the link below. So if these goals and accountability and learning and growing with women who are just like you is on your list of things that you can add to just make your life more complete this year, we would love to see you over in Patreon. Thanks, friends. Thanks.